Let's talk about Yellow Brick's performance on the weekend. Beaten narrowly by all that pizzazz. Tony Gollan's first Wheatwood winner. We said last week it'd only be a matter of time. I wasn't sure it'd be this year, however. But he did have 58, so he had four kilos more than that horse that was stalking the speed. All that pizzazz. So he was very brave, given he was first up on the weekend. But punters thought he was a, you know he would win the race, and I was in that camp as well. He started a dollar forty-five, uh, yellow brick. So his record's still very good, isn't it? Eleven starts, six wins, and five placings. And I wonder if the plans are going to stay the same. And uh, let's talk, talk to co-trainer Madison Sears about the four-year-old by the Mission, who of course stands at. Uh, at uh, Aquas, uh, the mission. Good, Good morning. How, how are you, going? Maddie? I'm well, thank you. Take us through that on the weekend. Yeah, look, um, we sort of we didn't expect him to be out in the lead like that. Uh, it caught us, and I'm sure a lot of people by surprise. Um, only time he's led is in a mile uh, when Angela Jones rode him, um, and I think he's, he's quite out of his comfort zone. Um, he's quite a horse that loves to chase. And, um, yeah, it sort of caught us by surprise. But, I, you know, I take no credit away from the winner. That was a, it was a great win. Got us just uh, at, got in front of us just at the moment when it counted. Um, and, yeah, I think, it was a, I think it was a huge run first up. You know, we had a really bad headwind up the, up the back straight with the heavyweight. Um, yeah, like we, were, we were really happy with the horse's run. And yeah, still still on track to head down to uh, head down to Sydney this Sunday. You could see James was in two minds whether to sit outside Situation Room or just let him roll onto the front. Yeah, he sort of, you know, in hindsight, um, probably should have let you know Situation Room go because when you go over the sectionals, um, it would have near been not impossible, but very hard for the horse to keep going. Um, you know, at the rate that he did early, uh, and still and still win. So for him to go down by the shortest of whiskers, um, yeah, I think you know uh, we've spoken to Jimmy about this, and you know it's just a just a human error, I guess you would say. You sort of you know let him roll, like gave him a bit of a dig out of the gates, and just let him kept rolling, and um, yeah, it sort of didn't didn't go to plan, and that's what you know all the comments post race. Um, Golan and everyone said that the race didn't pan out how anyone thought it would pan out and um, that's sort of what happened but you know it's in the past now where we're still stoked with the horse he's pulled up great he's bouncing around on the track he spent uh, Sunday Monday out at our farm so the horse himself has come through the run absolutely fantastic we couldn't have asked him to come through the run any better than what he has uh, so yeah we're, we're stoked with the horse and yeah, everything's still on plan to uh, yeah head to Sydney, mm. as I said. I, I had a look at the closing sectionals on the weekend, of course. I think you 35, 7, 2, 24, 12 and 12, 21. Do you know what they went the first 600 metres there on the weekend at all, Matty, for the, for the week? I don't, know the, I don't know the total first 600, but I know the first couple of furlongs were like 11.33 or something. Okay. Of course, he does hold the record there for 1,200, doesn't he? 110.70 or 110.69. They ran overall 111.33, but... You know, he had a lot yeah. more weight, didn't he, than when he won the, the King of the Mountain there, when he sat outside yeah. lead. Yeah, and I think, like, he sort of, you know, he was in a much happier position, um, you know, at the King of the Mountain, stalking the speed like he was, um, similar to the Guineas and, and those other sort of races where he's won, won very well. Um, and I thought, you know, when all that pizzazz started to eyeball him because he sort of was a bit floating up the, up the straight and then as soon as, Golan's horse come up the outside of him. He sort of dug deep again, and then he was back in front of that horse 
um, in a, in a matter of strides, but it wasn't wasn't quick enough. But yeah, he's he certainly uh, yeah. I thought he, he thought he dug very deep in the in the final stages, considering the work he did early. Yeah, putters were hanging on to everything, weren't they, when they yeah. hit the line? But uh... we, we honestly we you know everyone around us and everyone still thought he won. It was only it was only a matter of when they did the slow mo low angle that. Um, but yeah, the the result changed, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the Silver Eagle is the plan by the sounds of it. So that's on the on uh, Everest Day, of course, um, thirteen hundred metres. Now, so just take us through that that uh, sequence of events you were saying, the travel plans, etc. Yeah. So we, um, myself and my partner Jacob, we leave at uh, we leave early hours Sunday morning, um, and Bricky leaves Sunday afternoon. He leaves at about five o'clock, and he'll travel overnight and get there early hours uh, Monday morning. But we'll be down there down there already. So he's going to he's going to be based out of Rose Hill, um, and we're staying um, Rose Hill side of Parramatta in a nice um, apartment there. So And Dad comes down um, on the Wednesday before his first race, and Mum's coming down on the Friday before his first race. All right, an exciting time. As we said, imagine winning a race in front of that massive crowd on a huge day, Everest Day. Yeah, I know. I'm very, I'm very excited. I've always, I've always wanted to go to the Everest. I love, I love fast horses, you know, speed horses like Everest horses. Um, so not only be there and see it live, but to have a horse, you know, of yellow bricks caliber racing on the same day. I, yeah, I feel a little bit starstruck. I guess. All right, well, that's a yellow brick. Uh, steady, ready. Um, he should have gone a bit quicker, I think, on in front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was... Look, I, I was one of those people to go fast as fast as you can for as long as you can, but he certainly did fly, didn't he, up front? Yeah, he preferred, like the eight to the six, he did ten point six, which is absolutely no, no. low flying. Yeah. Um, look, I think you know he sort of just. I think you know you put it down to the horse was just too fresh, and he sort of just got trucking a little bit on Andrew more than you know we sort of expected him. Um, expecting him to do, you know, going on his early sectionals, the horse had every right to run last and to get beaten less than a length, I think, is a huge effort considering he hasn't raced since January um, and he's a he's a pretty gross sort of fat sort of horse. Um, yeah, it was a I thought it was a huge run. He he dug so deep right to the right to the death, but yeah, it's just a a bit of a whoopsie that one. Yeah. So when does he run again? Do you think? Uh, there's a class three thousand um, on a Saturday in a couple of weeks that he'll um, he'll head to now. Yeah, gee, is that a plate race? Is it? Yeah, oh, so gee, he's that's back well placed. Yeah. yeah, and of course, this uh, horse you won the guineas with a, a, an emerging horse who really did appreciate the sixteen hundred there, Maddie, on the weekend. I'm talking about Adelaide. Yeah, he's uh, he's a pretty cool horse. He's just you know going through his grades. He's taken a little bit of time to sort of get things sorted out. Like, you know, last year he did run second in the Pat O'Shea. So he got going a lot earlier than what we initially expected. Um, but, you know, I thought, well, both Dad and I thought after his work on Tuesday at the Breakfast with the Stars, we thought he was probably our, you know, takeaway yellow brick. He was probably our best chance of the day. Um, his work's just been absolutely phenomenal leading into the run. And, you know, we knew he was going to flourish every bit of that 1,600 Um and, you know, it was a 10 out of 10 steer by Andrew. So he sort of made up a little bit for the first race by uh, the ride he gave Adelaide. Um, but, yeah, he's a, he's a very exciting horse, up-and-coming horse. So we'll just see how he, uh, how he progresses 
moving forward. Yeah, he's by Adelaide. That's Adelaide. Just back to the LA Brick situation. It works in strange ways sometimes, doesn't it? Of course, Ben Thompson was riding him, and then, of course, she went with James, and then Ben gets up and wins um, the yeah, race on the weekend. it is what it is. That's, yeah. that's racing, you know, we're, we're happy for Ben and happy for Golan. You know, he finally gets the hoodoo off his back by winning winning a Wheatwood. Um yeah, and, and as, you know, both Tony and Ben said in the paper, the all that pizzazz was absolutely rock solid fit. He was third up, our horse was first up. Um and yeah, I think, you know, roles reversed, you put yellow brick in the position where, you know, all that pizzazz was travelling and I've you know, I've no doubt he probably wins easy. Yeah, we mentioned the weight about four kg more as well. Just in regards yeah. to that rider situation, uh, when you decide, have you have you had calls? Have you from interstate riders? Yeah, yeah, we've had had quite a few people um, contact us about riding, and so we're just still working some things out um, with Melbourne that we own him with, and you know what avenue we're going to go down. But yeah, but there's there's a few people's names that have been thrown in the hat, but we're. Um, keeping that quite close. All right. Well, you'll let us know when you decide, hey? Yeah. Thanks for coming on and talking to us once again, Maddie. Thank you. No worries at all. Thanks for your time. Yeah, Maddie Sears talking about a very brave effort by Yellow Brick on the weekend to go down narrowly there in the Wheatwood. Yeah, it's very difficult to do, isn't it, when a Wheatwood first up uh, from a spell. I think Apache Chase, of course, did it some seasons ago. We know he was a Absolute class act and, and, a, and a group one performer. So fingers crossed at uh, Sil- uh, Yellow Brick when he heads to Everest Day for the Silver Eagle. It set weights penalties 1,300. And then, of course, he'll press on to 1,500 metres of the, the Golden Eagle worth $10 million for four-year-olds only. Of course, as I said, this guy by the mission. Uh, slip of the tongue by me on the weekend too. The mission, oh, I got him mixed up with another stallion. I said he may have passed. He certainly hasn't passed. He's fitting well. And you've got some nice horses at the moment, the mission, including that one of uh, John Simons and Sheila Laxon uh, that won very impressively last Sunday week uh, at the Sunshine Coast. I'll give you the name of that horse in a moment. Yeah, but the mission's fee, it's $8,800 at Aquas Farm. So 8800 Let me find the horse that we should be following uh, from that recent meeting. Uh, Laxon and also... Course, John Simon Schiller Laxon. Now, where is that uh, particular horse that uh, I'm trying to find? So, we go back to Sunday, the 17th of September, and the horse, very impressive this particular day. Um, Mission of Love. Yeah, Damon Courtney did the meeting for Sky. He sent me a message on his way home, said, Steve, you should chase up more on this particular mare because she looks talented. She certainly is. She's won two from five. So, look out for her. Mission of Love. Now, when see if she's going to run anywhere this week. Actually, she's down to run. To, when's she down to run? Saturday, she's nommed for a benchmark 70 at 1,500. And also, uh, she, of course, she holds a nom for the Golden Eagle as well. So look out for her this weekend if she runs. Benchmark 70 in Brisbane. Mission of love.